Hardcore Podcast designed to analyze the games that we love, headlines of music, and the movies we can't forget. I'm Bill Swins of Earth, my kind of party about more tonight. We'll be on for this one, but I'm joined by a special guest, uh, Tamarlin Gardner. He's been on uh, for a past time last year, a good friend of mine, a, a past college classmate. Thanks so much for being on, man. Oh, yeah, man. Appreciate you having me back, man. Oh, yes. Definitely. We have a lot of topics to, to get into for this one, and we're going to do some, some summer league talk and also some thoughts on the NBA offseason. To start off with just thoughts on Victor Webanyama's uh, summer league games. Um, earlier this week, the Spurs announced that he would be shut down the rest of the summer league after the first two games. You know, he struggled in, in his in his debut, only shooting two or 13 from the field. But this past Sunday night, he had a 27-point, um, 12-rebound performance. And it's really interesting to see, like, just the clamor around him because it's been, I think, since LeBron, we haven't heard a, a, a player get this much attention coming in. Like, he's he's a celebrity already. Like, wherever he goes, he's going to draw attention. Like, what were your thoughts on his on his two games and also, you know, the realistic, the realistic expectations for him in his first season? Yeah, so <laughs> I'll start by saying this. I got to got to uh, make this statement before I answer the question because uh, a lot of people have been talking about this greatest prospect of all time to me oh, yeah. and i just yeah, gotta say <laughs> lebron james is the greatest nba prospect of all time <laughs> it is not even close uh man i've been hearing all these analysts talk about oh yeah he's gonna be better and this and that you telling me a guy who has never played you know this physical of a game uh is going to have a better career than arguably one of the best, or if not the one of best the three player. best, yeah, one of the three best players <laughs> we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, so so I just had to had to make that statement for all the people that are saying he's going to be be this this great prospect, but which I do think he's going to be be good, but it's, yeah. it's going to take some time to to get there. But as far as his uh his games, his performance, uh, first game like you said, he, he struggled. Uh, had what nine points, yeah. uh, some boards, really good uh, defensive presence, uh, blocking uh, about five shots. And man, I, I just think he's he's good defensively. But uh, my two takeaways from those summer league games is uh, one, he needs to to get some strength. Oh, he's he to get, get a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh yeah, he's getting pushed get around too much. <laughs> yeah, it, and it was crazy. Like almost every play, he puts the ball on the floor. He gets bumped a little bit. He's flying flying away so i think he needs to work at getting getting a little bit stronger and the second thing is his footwork uh i think he's he's a little clumsy at times and like i said he's getting pushed over and i think that's a big part of that is the strength uh and the footwork but i think he's 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 with a good organization that's going to really uh be good at developing him and he's going to give him yeah exactly all the tools that he needs to get better so i think he he works on those couple things mainly get that strength up I think he'll be really good. Um, but that second game, he, he surprised me because after that first game, I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> and that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, Summer League, I've heard so many people say Summer League is like the instant reaction type of, like, situation because, you know, e- even we saw with Lonzo Ball, his first Summer League game, I mean, everybody was there. Everybody was saying, like, what what's going to happen? Like, with this game, is he going to be the next Magic Johnson? There was so much clamor. Like, do you think – in terms of especially being with the Spurs in an organization that's so like level headed and they're grounded and they're just fundamental, do you think that's gonna like even be a bigger boost to like kind of keep him grounded a- around you know the surrounding noise? Oh, for sure. Like the the hype is is real. And 
like the whole the thing that's been going on with Britney Spears <laughs> and all this stuff. Bro, that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, of all people, that's the first. That's the exactly. first like the, the the first controversy you meet with is Britney Spears. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, he's already getting that attention. So yeah. I think he's at the perfect organization to yeah. help him balance and deal with that type of thing because Coach Pop he ain't having that type of stuff. Oh, so. No. He's he's going to keep him grounded and uh he's going he's going to keep him on track and focus. So I think he's he's with the best organization to help him, you know, kind of tune out that noise on the outside. Definitely. So. Um, and not getting into Scoot uh, Henderson's current developments. Um, you know, in his summer league debut this past Friday, he got off got off to just an extremely fast start, scoring 13 first quarter points on five of seven shooting against the Rockets. Um, adding three bound, three rebounds and three assists. And it's interesting with Portland because Damian Lillard that's been the big headline for the offseason. Mm-hmm. Go him finally. I'm making a trade request. Like, what do you think about Scoot Henderson coming into a new situation where he possibly could be the new face of that franchise if Damian Lillard gets moved and now he's going to be in a situation where all eyes are going to really be on him as like that next cornerstone? Yeah, honestly, it's unfortunate that, you know, if if Dame decide, actually decides actually traded, yeah. uh, that they can't play along beside each other. But if he does, it's I think it's the perfect situation for uh, Scoot. Uh, because he can turn out to be a, a franchise player. Um, he he reminds me a little bit of Westbrook, can do a little bit of all. Oh, yeah. He's athletic, explosive, uh, can score the ball, can play make and rebound the ball at his size. So I think I'm, I'm interested to see what he's going to do, uh, especially if he's he's handed the keys right away if mm-hmm. Dame decides to, you know, go on somewhere else. Yeah, hopefully not Miami. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, like, like what, what do you think about the Damian Lillard situation? Like, like he's been in the me and Savon talked about it. He's been in Portland so long, one of the most loyal players. But it feels like he's kind of getting to that breaking point if he wants to like actually contend for titles now. Yeah, it, it's it's long overdue. Like, oh, yeah. it, it, it's we've been saying Dame needs to leave the past four or five years, man. Yeah, and he's. He's given a lot to that organization. Uh, been great. What this past season? What he averaged thirty points a game. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. So I think he's given all that he can to them, but they're not, you know, building the pieces around him uh, to, you know, be contenders for a championship. So I think it's, I think it's about time for him to leave. Uh, just don't want him to see see him go to Miami. <laughs> that would be tough though, like him, Butler, and Adebayo. It, like who, oh yeah, I'm trying to think of who they. That's would why give I don't up. want him to go. Yeah, exactly. Like that's a crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy big three because yeah, I'm interested to see what Boston does because Jalen Brown and Tatum. Mm-hmm. I just I wonder, and that's your team, right? Boston, Boston, yeah, Boston's yeah. your team. Like, do you think that duo can can figure it out? Because they this was supposed to be the year with Milwaukee gone out in the first round. They, they were supposed to get it done. I agree, bro. They continue to surprise me. <laughs> yeah, every year. Not the right way. Like, <laughs> like even last year uh, in the finals against Golden State, I thought they Boston was the better overall team. Yeah. Um, as far as the starters plus the bench, but man, this year I just knew for sure this was the championship year. Like you said, especially with Milwaukee being knocked out in the first round. Right. Um, I just don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't get it. And I it's think they can work together. It's that lack of a killer yeah. instinct. Oh yeah, it's that's the biggest. That's the biggest problem right there. Like nobody's stepping up to the plate and like, hey, we we got punched in the mouth. We got to go punch somebody else in the mouth. Or we're always waiting after we get punched in the mouth. Now we want to step up. We got to go out and start the game off uh, 
on a on a high level, but it's just it's not that way. <laughs> yeah, it it really isn't. Um, and now getting into to Shet Holmgren's back, um, being back with OKC, just thoughts on kind of like how he's been playing. Um, in his summer league opener this past Saturday, he had 16 points and 10 rebounds, and he's obviously coming off of a significant injury of his right foot. Um, and the Thunder, they've got just so much young talent. Um, they also <laughs> added the, the, the number 10 pick, Casey Wallace. I mean, that's a team, and I know we're going to talk about later in the show, like a surprise team. Like the Thunder, especially with, 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 um, with Shea Gilch Alexander, they can be that type of team that really just builds something from the ground up, kind of has that young budding talent. But uh, what did you what did you think about Holmgren's uh, look in, in, the, in the summer league and also what OKC can do going forward? Yeah, I think he he looked really good. Like he didn't like he didn't miss a step. Uh, they were killing in that pick and roll game, uh, yeah. and he was getting lobs like crazy. Uh, so I think I think he's looking really good offensively uh, as well on the defensive end. He has some nasty blocks uh, throughout the summer league so far in the three games he's played. Man, and he's man, he's looking like a rookie of the year <laughs> candidate. Already, so, already, yeah. man, That's scary. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to watch the Thunder play. Like that, that's a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. They they, they they really are a sleeper because like when you look at at the West in terms of just like you know we, we know that the top teams like Denver, um, Golden State, Phoenix, the Lakers. Like, how do you feel as though when when we saw what Sacramento did last year, they pushed Golden <laughs> State to seven? I mean, that was like there at times it really felt as though like they could they could really beat Golden State. Like, you, like what does OKC have to do to like get to that Sacramento level of like really pushing the top teams in the West to the, to the brink? Yeah, I think they just got to play hard, man, and, and go out there playing carefree. It's like, hey, we're we're a young team. Nobody's believing in us. We got to believe in ourselves. So it's just to having that confidence and that swag, kind of like Sacramento, man. Like, yeah. they got those young, fast, quick, athletic <laughs> guys. Can't like, be slow against that team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go hoop, man. Just go yeah. hoop. So I think they just got to, like, hey, we they, they old. We're faster than them. Like, we're more athletic than them. Like mm-hmm. it's no, we can be in this game. So I think they just got to take that mentality, kind of like uh, Sacramento did, and yeah, they can, they can, they can scare some teams. Definitely. And, so. and before we move on, have there been any other uh, players in the summer league that have stood out to you, or, or ones that you think that you know could make a jump? Uh, I mean, I, I, I forgot to even mention, but um, I believe Brandon Miller. Uh, he's he's obviously a high pick, and he his game like looks really smooth in terms of like his 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 offense and, and what he can put together. Like, have there been any other players that have stood out to you so far? Yeah, Jabari Jabari Smith from uh, Houston Houston Rockets man, kid was going he was going crazy, <laughs> <laughs> like like he was just out there just playing ball man and dominating. What he had like two thirty point games. Yeah, like. Yeah, like he he's one that that's that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing play, uh, especially on the new coach, uh, coach uh, Yudoka. So and then it, Fred, Fred yeah. gets the bag, and they yeah. bring in Dylan Brooks. Like, like what do you think? That's about another like, team, man. Yeah, you, that's another, <laughs> there's so many teams, man. Like, what do you think about Houston? Because like they're kind of going because they reportedly didn't want to bring back Harden. They want to go into a different route. Like, what do you think about them? Just kind of like rebuilding that infrastructure. Because when you add a player like Fred Van Vliet, you want uh, a serious culture and also a defensive minded culture as well with Emi Udoka. Yeah, I think I think um, what they've been doing is they're taking those draft picks that they've been getting every year and just working on developing them. And mm-hmm. now they bring in a coach who has some good experience, has finals experience, 
and who can coach these guys up and, and help them, you know, win. So I think they're banking on what they got out of all those drafts. Betting on themselves, as Fred would say, betting on themselves. <laughs> exactly. Focusing on the young, fast, athletic kids. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. It, it's going to be – yeah, this year is going to be interesting, man. <laughs> it, it really is. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Now we're getting to the second half of our topics. And to start off with just thoughts on kind of like what team can kind of be like, you know, the most improved team next year that isn't being talked about now. Um, and, and a team we just mentioned um, earlier, I feel as though Sacramento can even build on what they've been doing. I mean, they had the best offense last year. They upgraded. They, they need to upgrade defensively because they really haven't been that active uh, free agency wise. And, and I'm wondering like what their moves are going to be before the start of the season. But to you, like what team do you think could be like a sleeper or, or a surprise team for next year? Yeah, it was the team that we talked about earlier, man. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, man. That's that's the team that I'm going to be be tuned in and Eyes watching on. to see, man. <laughs> yeah, because man, they got some they got some talent, man. Uh, and then I think they signed Victor Oladipo as well. I think so. So <laughs> if they could get him healthy, man, that's play, that team, yeah, that team is going to upset people. You will not want to see them in the in the first round matchup because they're going to make you work. Uh, and going to exhaust you out, man, just by with their with their uh, athletic ability and their you know quickness. So I, I would say that's my that's my sleeper team. And then you got first team All NBA Shea, the the bucket Come getter, on, man. Shea's a bucket. He's so unstoppable. What stands out to you about his game? Because he just he can he can score in a myriad of ways. He can just do so many different things. Yeah, the thing is, like you you take away one thing from him, he's going to find another way to do something. So you take away the the drive to the basket. He's gonna light you up. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> like it's it's hard to contain him. He's he's uh breaking out of that shell and he's gonna yeah, he's gonna continue to just get better. So it's 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 scary over there at OKC, man. <laughs> it really is, man. And, and and looking at the free agency as well, because there have been so many just uh crazy different moves. The Lakers, they really kind of re- rebuilt their their young roster. The Suns, they get Bradley Bill, they're trying to go oh. for an, another <laughs> big three type of era. Um, like what stands out to you in terms of the, the NBA offseason landscape and what teams are trying to like regroup and try to get back to that top. And also Chris Paul going to go to say, cause I don't think anybody saw that coming. No, I, I was, that was a complete <laughs> shocker to me. I was like, who's he going to play? Is he going to come off the bench? Is That's he what starting? I was like, there's <laughs> no the way move? him and Steph being on the floor at the same time. Defensive liability, defensive liability. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and Chris, Chris Paul's on. He's he's on that down slope right now. So that was that was interesting. But um, I think the NBA is just going into the direction of hey, we have to be contenders. So Career. a lot of these organizations are like, hey, they're not. They're tired of waiting. Uh, so they're trying to go get the best players to make them jump up and be those contenders, man. Because yeah, everybody's getting a big three. Everybody's getting a big two or big three, and you see. What but don't doing you think the big three? Phoenix, but don't man. you think the big three era is like done? Like, like, do you think? Do you think teams should really go after that? Because Jokic, because what we saw with Denver, Jokic and Murray, yeah, it's the big two. You know what I mean? And then like Golden, Clay, and Steph last year. Why do you think? Because to me, I think the big three era just needs to like. It's oh, I agree. It doesn't last, work. That's what it I'm saying. The we last saw with Kyrie. In the in in the James Harden and KD, it fell apart quick. <laughs> and it that team work. was the most talented offensive 
assembled team I've ever seen. When I saw Harden versus Brooklyn, I was like, oh, they they might actually win it all. I agree, and obviously it did it didn't work out. It got swept in the first round. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with the Suns. Like they, they, like you said, great team statistically, great scores, but will it actually work? Is the question. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, but man, it's it's gonna be interesting. Because to me, like, if if in terms of what I think would be the the right move for the Suns to have made, just build around Booker and KD. That's all I you got. Like, I think I think I that agree. that makes sense. Just get shooters. Try to get defenders. And, I think the the, the two yeah. man philosophy would work perfectly. All they need was needed was uh you know to get other guys stepping up. Like you said, a couple role players, a couple shooters out there that can knock down some shots and take a little bit of pressure off of those guys. Uh, another ball handler coming off the bench that can do do some things. And we saw Mikael Bridges how how much they yeah. missing him now. <laughs> so Nets is another team, bro. <laughs> it's like can can make some stuff happen, man. So they're they're a team that's they're 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 being called a potential suitor for Damian Lillard. That's a team that 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 might get Lillard, and I feel as though Lillard might go to a team that we don't expect because sometimes yeah. we expect that the big name, like the big cities. Yeah. I mean, Brooklyn is is in, is in that is in that sphere, yeah. But not the team that we would expect him to end exactly. up. I think Miami or Boston probably would would be the favorite to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah, him with those young guys. I would it'd be interesting. It would kind of be interesting. I mean, that yeah. we, we, he wouldn't get to the finals, but it would be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> see what old Ben Simmons get. Oh, he's <laughs> not he even playing three on three. Package deal. He's not even playing three on three. Like no. they're saying, he's still. Not, I'm like, what is? That's another player. Like, 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 what do you think about Ben Simmons in just terms of like his last few years has just been so disappointing. Uh, yeah, it's it's been very disappointing, and it's crazy to how he started out his NBA career. Yeah, with it's like, man, this kid's gonna be really good. Had a good rookie season, and you know, ever since then, it's just it's just been down, dying, dying, and it's I don't know if he lost passion for the game. Or what? But he's yeah. he's got the skill set. Yeah, he, yeah, he has the frame. He's sixteen point guard. <laughs> like, point guard? like that's, that's not, when I heard he was first playing for, I was like, no way, no way. Sixteen <laughs> point guard. Like that's ridiculous. That's insane, bro. My goodness. So yeah, he just got to get his mind right. Um, Mentality. Play. <laughs> yeah. He needs a he needs a a really strong minded coach that can you know get him in the right mindset so definitely and, mm-hmm. and, and another thing that, that i found interesting recently um you know lebron he he got a, an award at the SBs, and he was talking about like you know when will i ever retire like when i lose that passion and then he said you know lucky for you guys it's not going to be this year and the crowd the crowd went crazy because we all, we all knew lebron wasn't <laughs> oh, going to yeah. actually retire because no, 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 but, yeah. but what are your thoughts on just how long he's been going what he can do to like continue to to stay at, at the the frame and just and just the the level that he's at and just overall thoughts on just him him still going because like year twenty plus he's still doing what he's doing at a high level. Yeah, it's it's we've never seen it before. Like we've seen the players play for 19, 20 years, but we haven't seen them play at that high of a level. Uh, what last year? Braun was he had the most points he averaged in his career. It's like. How? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He was, How? He was going on a run where, like, 
LeBron was like the leading scorer, yeah. and we're just like he's on one of the worst teams in the first half of, yeah. of the year, and then he just he just he's getting buckets every night. This is like how, and a big testament to it is, uh, I saw a stat he spends over a million dollars on his body yes. a year, so he's he's making sure he's doing the things to stay on top of it, working hard, training, you know, taking care of his body, recovering, and doing stuff like that. Uh, I think young players gotta you know have the same mindset. Uh, and they prevent all these injuries, like his teammate Anthony Davis, who can't stay on the floor for another two guy weeks. who should be like <laughs> arguably the best player in the league and just can't stay on the court like it's for yeah. a full week. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you have the blueprint right next to you. <laughs> like, like, what do you do every day? <laughs> yeah, like, how are you still getting hurt like this? <laughs> but yeah, he he can be like you said when he's healthy, he can be the best player in the NBA. So. Do you, how, how many how many more years do you think LeBron plays? Like, do you think it's one of those things he's just gonna play till till he can play with Bronny? Because I mean, like you said, how with how much he treats his body during the off season, he could play until we saw what Brady did in the NFL. He played until like forty five. Yeah, I mean, why I just, why couldn't LeBron do it? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, man, I can see him at least playing for another five. Oh yeah, for sure. At least another five. So, yeah, yeah, that dude is just I don't know. He's on. He's different. Built different. <laughs> yeah, he really Built is. Built different. And the league is also talking about, I don't know if you heard about this, but an in-season tournament. You know how, 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 yes. how they ask? What did you think about that? Because that's very interesting because, like, expanding, you know, having more games, bringing variety, to, bringing variety to the league. Like, what do you think about that expansion? Just kind of like how that could look look for the, yeah, the, the yeah. league. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's cool because, uh, you know, regular season games are typically not – they don't play hard. Yeah. Not much defense, That's not much really competition. Guys just trying to score and, you know, it's like, all right, once the end of the season comes, then people turn it up. But I think yeah. by putting in a tournament, you you make guys compete because now people want to win a trophy. They, oh, they yeah. want to win a tournament. Hard for a trophy. They yeah. say, oh, yeah, we're the first one to win the tournament. So <laughs> I think, yeah, exactly. So I think it's going to bring that level of competition a little bit higher. Uh, for those regular season games, so I think I think it's I think it'd be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and now getting to kind of like our, our next topic with you know, uh, we, we we hear this this topic a lot about who's the best player in the league right now. Uh, there's so many people <laughs> you, you you can throw around. Obviously with with, with, yeah. with what Jokic just did, Giannis as well. You, you can't forget him, LeBron. Like to you, who who deserves that title as the best player in the league right now? Because when I look at what Jokic is doing, I mean the mm. guy can just do everything in it. Me and Tavon talk about it all the time. It doesn't make sense because he doesn't look like the guy at who all. should be able to knock down all these threes as his, as his weird release, but is so consistent in like just the passing and the shooting. He just has has the right touch. Like who to you right now should get that deserve that title of like the best player in the league? Yeah, so I'll I'll give you three answers. So I'll tell you the 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 best player, I believe. Then I'll tell you the the who I think is the most skilled, and then I'll say the most dominant player. Okay. So the best player is is Joker. <laughs> yeah, you got it. And, and it's it's not even close. Like nobody's doing what he's doing, and like you said, it's, it's nobody can stop it. Like he's he's slow. Yeah. <laughs> he, but really? he he kills you on the glass. If he misses a shot, he's getting the rebound automatically. Yeah. Like it's it's unreal, and his playmaking ability is man, it's it's on the level of LeBron James, who is one of the greatest wow. passers of all time. So. And the ability to go out there and get a triple double is 
at his size and his frame. We're is, used to Westbrook unreal. doing that, like not yeah. A big... <laughs> yeah, not a slow big man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like is is unreal. So I would definitely say he 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 deserves uh, that title as the best player. But then I go to the most skilled, who I believe is the most skilled, is has to be Mister Mister Kyrie Irving. <laughs> How did I leave out Kyrie, man? Bro, My goodness, bro, Kyrie is one of the best players I've like most skilled players I've seen. He got the handles, like probably the best handles in the in the league. Yeah, finishing at the rim, like it's nobody his size or even above his size who can finish around the rim with both hands. Yeah. Uh man, it's it's unreal. And then he can shoot the ball. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's crazy. Like the dude is very skilled. I question some of his, you know, tactics and you know, some of the off the court stuff and uh Were you, you know, surprised the, with him staying in Dallas for three years? Yeah, I was shocked. I could yeah. not I did not see yeah. that coming. I was yeah, I was shocked. I for sure thought he was going somewhere else. Uh, this yeah, was his that, chance. That was this was his chance. Like he's been yeah. wanting this for years and now he finally got it and said, yeah. I, was I, was like, I was like, Wow, he he surprised me on that one. So yeah. uh Mark Cuban must be be whispering in his ear some, some I'm some telling stuff. you, Mark Cuban must have pulled an amazing <laughs> deal to keep yeah. Kyrie in Dallas. Yeah, it's crazy because I was like, Yeah, he's for sure leaving. But so. him and Luca, that's a, a whole season. They could do some damage together. Yeah, yeah. Luca's yeah, Luca's probably my second favorite player <laughs> in the NBA right now. I, now, and this is, this is the thing about Luca. I was like, as soon as he came in the league, because uh, me and Savon, I was talking about this for years, Luke, uh, he wasn't sold on him, but I'm like, man, that guy is a killer scorer. That nah, guy yeah. is a killer scorer. Like, yeah. how he can just lull you to sleep with the step back, yeah. I'm like, he Another he one is, is just like, how scoring. is he doing it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. Lucas, Lucas good. But yeah, Kyrie, that, yeah, that dude is, he's tough. Uh, don't like how he did my boys in Boston, but hey, he's still good. Man, the team, <laughs> I'm telling you, that team, when they were going into the year, go, uh, going through everybody, Hayward, Tatum, Brown, Kyrie, I'm like, they should go like 67 and 15. Squad, man. That was a squad. Like, yeah. I'm saying, like, and Kyrie was, he, that era was so interesting because he finally got the chance to be the number one guy. Yep, to be that guy. Yep. And we saw that okay, he needed a LeBron. That was oh, that yeah. was when we we're like, oh yeah, you can't be that guy. Like you get the opportunity, everything's in front of you. You're in the East. You guys should win it. And LeBron is still the superior guy to you. <laughs> he wasn't ready for that moment. He just was, was not ready bad. for that moment. It was and bad, that team looked man. incredible. Yeah, I, I really, I was like, man, shoot, we got Kyrie. We like, even talked about that a, a lot in school, man. Like, <laughs> what do you think you guys should win it all? It's like, yeah, we should, but we're not yeah. winning on paper. <laughs> it's crazy. That team, that was a good team, man. That was. That roster was stacked. Man. So, but, yeah, then I'll I'll, I'll uh, say my, my most dominant player, which is probably an obvious answer, is Giannis, man. <laughs> yeah. Giannis. Greek freak is, yeah, he, like, Every time I'm like, there's nothing you can do. He's, he's that one player. Like, there's nothing you can like. You know how we yeah. said about Shaq years ago? Like, there's there's nothing you can do. He's just yeah. he's just gonna miss free throws, but that's about it. There's nothing. Yeah, you can that's do. that's it. That's it. Like Giannis, man, is a beast. <laughs> like you're either gonna follow him or he's gonna dunk on you or both. <laughs> <laughs> Simultaneously. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's unreal. I'm like this dude. Like, whenever the playoffs come around, I'm like, all right, who the matchups gonna be? Two teams I never want to face in the playoffs. 
is one Milwaukee Bucks, number two oh, Miami no. Heat. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I never want to face them in the playoffs. Never. Because Miami, they just, <laughs> no matter, even if they're, because we saw this year, they should not have gone as far as they did because they didn't, no. they were missing so many people. But Jimmy Butler and Adebayo, you're going to get undrafted guys like Gabe Benson. Um, you know, I think Caleb Martin, you're going to get all these guys yeah. who do the little things and they're going to outbeat your talent every time. Yeah. And the thing is, the Miami Heat, they're a, they're a selfless team. Like, it's like, hey, it's your night, bro. Keep feeding you the rock. Keep yeah, shooting. They don't care. Like, they don't care. <laughs> they're just like, hey, you hooping? Keep hooping, man. <laughs> Do so, it. Yeah. That's less so, pressure on us. <laughs> yeah, no pride. No pride on the team, man. they just like, hey, if, you're, if you got to score 30 for us to win, Do score it. 30, bro. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. They got that good culture over there, man. So, yeah, yeah, those are two teams I never want to play. <laughs> like Ever. every time, like oh, and I had a feeling too. I was like, this year I was like oh, playing Miami. I know they're down, but man, it's something about playing Miami, man. Something about <laughs> it, <laughs> something and it's that coaching it. as well. Because mm-hmm. Eric Spoelstra is a great coach. In game yeah. adjustment, timeouts, he is going to like scheme up, and I don't know how he does it, but every year, I remember one year I think they were twelve and thirty. And then they had like this, the the best record the second half of the season. Like it, it just they turned it around that quick. And, and coaching still matters even even today. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, it definitely matters. And you see it, you see it at times. You saw it with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yeah. Steve Nash had no control he had over no the team. He had no so idea. So it it was it was crazy. It was bad. <laughs> it was a circus over there. Yeah. So. And, and it's interesting. You you mentioned Giannis. Like obviously they. They they let they let go of Mike Budenholzer, um, bring in a new coach. That first year, that first round exit was something we didn't nobody expected. No. Um, like like what do you think Milwaukee and Giannis need to do in the next season? Because they bring back a lot of their players, a lot of their core, like Chris Middleton, Drew mm-hmm. Holiday. What do they have to do to kind of get back get back to that um, Eastern Conference Finals? Or or I know you don't want them get to get to, get to the finals, <laughs> but at least <laughs> that that top tier status again. Yeah, I think they just got to go back to what they were doing the year they won a championship. And yeah. that is riding that horse, <laughs> to sure. be honest, and making those other those, – using those shooters outside. Hey, when Giannis is getting a little slowed down, kicking out to those shooters they got, man, because they got some knockdown shooters on their team. With Brooke Lopez, sure. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous how, how insane that dude's been playing. Uh, and then Middleton is the other guys out there. I think they just got to, you know – uh, go back with that mentality, like, yeah, we got punched in the face last year. Yep, unfortunate ending of the season. But learn from it, grow for, from it, and let that be a motivation. It's like, hey, we going out, and we about to sweep somebody in this sure. first round. Yeah, And it ain't going to be close. So I think you just got to come with that mentality of, hey, yeah, we got punched in the face, but we punched somebody in the face this year. So <laughs> Definitely. Um, and, and, and one more thing, obviously Philly – Man, that team is – that's another team. That should, it's, it's disappointing. It's disappointing because Embiid was the MVP. He was supposed to have, you know, they that game six against Boston, that was at home. I'm that like, should have been this over. Is <laughs> this is your moment. Just just beat him. Don't go back to Boston because you know how that's going to go, and, and we yes. know how that ended up. Yes. What do you think about Philly? Because Doc Rivers, he, he gets let go. They have another early exit. Like, what can this team do, especially Nick Nurse? He won a championship with, with Toronto. What can they do differently? And Lillard, he's, that's another team that, that Philly has mentioned. Like, like, like yeah. what can they do next year to kind of, like, really get over that home? 
uh, the locker room, man. They got to figure out what those issues are. Because I really don't think James Harden was all the way locked in uh, with the organization. And they were locked in with him, but it wasn't mutual. So I think they just got to get that situation figured out. If he's going to stay, if he's going to leave, uh, whatever it is, he need to do it quick. Quick, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, quick. so they can focus on what they need to focus on. But they, if he leaves, they definitely need uh, another piece. So if Lillard was to go there, I think <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Uh, and that can help them for sure, for sure. Because yep. they're right there, close. And then that game six, it just was bad. And then even in game seven, Harden had a horrible game. And Embiid had a terrible game. So you can't you can't do that in the closeout game. The two game. best players can't yeah. do that. And I think Doc yeah. Rivers got a little bit too much blame. Because there's only oh, yeah. so much you can do when your two best players just aren't showing no. up. No, yeah, they didn't have good games at all. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Definitely. And it was still a pretty close game. But, yeah, they they just – they got some issues in that locker room, player personnel, and all of that is it is ridiculous. Definitely. And before we head out, I still feel as though Denver is the team to beat in the West. Who, who do you who, – like, who do you think could possibly challenge them in the West? Like, that could give them a run for their money. Oh, man. I don't really see anybody challenging them in the West yeah. uh, at all. Uh, the team that could come the closest – Man, it's tough. Probably it's tough the, maybe the, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, I would but say. I'm like, I don't know what AD, they're gonna be like. Yeah, that AD factor, I just I'm not confident in man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, definitely not the Warriors. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna be the like. Only thing I, the only thing I, I I would say about that is they always go they always go against the grain at the right time. So when it's yeah. like, oh, we're just gonna go completely small ball. We're seeing the leagues going small. That might be the only thing that, that gets them over the hump. Yeah, but at the same helping. time, that size in the Lakers series just killed uh, them. I don't know why oh, they yeah. didn't. That was yeah, that's what really bad. killed them because they could not. They didn't have any answers for the Lakers bigs. No, none, none. And it was it was. I mean, Steph was, was phenomenal, bad. but the bigs just. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It 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 showed that they needed that size and, or needed to make adjustments to to beat that. So yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, Denver, man. Yeah, they the that, team to beat. Going to run. They are the team to beat. That's no going to run. Yeah. So. And another thing, Aaron Gordon. I know we talk about Jamal Murray. Yeah. If he doesn't do what he did, they wouldn't have had an easy time winning that finals. Because Aaron no. Gordon, he stepped up in game three, yeah. game four. Like he yeah. was, he was on a mission. Yeah, he 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 balled out, man. Killed it. I was like, where did this come Where's from? This Aaron Gordon from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which he did start the season off really good. Yes. Uh, and was. It was on a tear before All-Star break, but then kind of died down afterwards. But, yeah, he he stepped up big time for them in the playoffs, so especially in that finals, man. <laughs> it's going to be a really interesting, really interesting season. Well, yeah. Marlon, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, man, and thank you so much for doing this. Yes, sir, man. It's always a pleasure, man. Yes, Definitely. Sir. Well, that wraps up for tonight. I'm Coach Wendell Burns. This has been Full Scope. See you later.